What is up, Sports Journey fam? Welcome back to episode 29 of the Sports Journey podcast. In this episode, we talk with 6'1 point guard Mason Manning from First Love Christian Academy in Pennsylvania. I talk with Mason about his recruitment process, his firsthand experience talking to college coaches, and we even break down what he has been doing to improve his game lately. This episode is brought to you by Hoopscene, and you definitely want to subscribe and download the Sportionary Podcast because you do not want to miss more great episodes like this one. Enjoy. Hey Mason, welcome to the show. Good to be good to be here. Glad to have you on and let's jump right into it. You have recently blown up and have gotten a lot of offers recently. How's your recruitment process been the past couple of weeks? When I start picking offers, a lot of people start calling and stuff. But now it's kind of slowed down a little bit. Now getting all these offers is a really big deal for you and of course your future. Did you always see yourself going to a Division One school playing basketball? Yeah, I I knew I just had to be patient. My hard work was going to pay off eventually. Definitely. And was it always the game of basketball, or did you seek interest to go far somewhere elsewhere in a different sport? Nah, I, I grew up playing basketball. So you've been playing basketball from a young age. How were you first introduced to basketball? My dad took me to a local gym, and I just loved basketball ever since. Just took out fun. Mm-hmm. And did you always see yourself going to a certain school? Did you have a dream school growing up? Not really, but I always liked like watching Kansas on TV with like Frank Mason and Devontae Graham. Mm-hmm. But I haven't really had experience with anything. Oh yeah, definitely. Devontae Graham as well as Frank Mason were so fun to watch in March Madness. And besides the college, your favorite college players, what about NBA, do you have a favorite player or team? Nah, I had Damon Little was my favorite player, but I haven't I ain't had no like favorite team. Definitely. Do you try to model your game after him or any other point guard or guard in the league? I would say Damon Little, yeah, because I his leadership, his toughness he brings to the game. Now, besides Damian Lillard, Kansas, Devontae Graham, let's talk about your family. What kind of role have they really played in your life? A big role. My mom, when she knew I was committed to basketball, she started getting up at 6 in the morning so I could work out before school, take me to the gym every day, all that type of stuff. Mm -hmm. And having your mom as such a big influence in your life, how have she really supported your athletic goals with basketball? She she supported me well. Like during the game, she's like the loudest person beside <laughs> me on the floor. Besides you, it's your mom. That's probably where you get that mentality from. And besides your mom, do you do you have any siblings? I ha- I have an adopted brother. Okay, and are you competitive with them at all? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How old? How old is he? He's like nineteen. He just went to Wake Forest. Oh, really? Wow. With your brother, many of these players have seemed to get a lot of their skills from their siblings. Have you taken a lot of your game from your brother? Yeah, cause my brother's six eleven. Like, so I had to like finish because I'm like only like six foot. <laughs> so like, once he would just go. 
blocking and stuff. So I had to be creative. Uh-huh. And getting onto your high school and really basketball itself, you go to First Love Christian Academy in Pennsylvania playing point guard. Do you have any records or achievements there? No, nah, not yet. Not yet. What about your team? Have you guys won state? Anything like that? Nah, because our, our season got cut short this year. This was only my first year there. Mm-hmm. And you were an early transfer, and now your season has got cut short because of corona. Do you feel like this ending of your season has really put a chip on your shoulder for the next season? Yeah, because we we knocked off some good teams, but we also lost to some like bad teams. So we were like up and down because of injuries and stuff. So mm-hmm. we gotta prove like that we we're actually legit. Mm-hmm. You guys sure seem legit right now. You you did have a tough schedule this year, and playing playing there, you you have some great teammates as well as coaches. Is there any coach at First Love that really helped you grow as a player? Yeah. All of my coaches, all three of them, Coach Kyrie, Coach Grubbs, and Coach Mike, they helped me a lot. Mm-hmm. And what have they taught you? What has the coaching staff at First Love really taught you? How to be more of a point guard, how to be vocal, how to really lead a team, talk on defense, all that kind of stuff. Okay, and besides coaches, what about your play? What about players? There has to be that one player where you just say, okay, this is the D-Wade LeBron James, the dynamic duo of the team. Is there is there a player on the first love that you have the most fun playing with? I have the most fun playing with... Last year, it was, it was uh, Isaiah Wilson. And D- DJ was fun to play with, too. DJ Gouin. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was cool. With your season cut short because of Corona, and you said you had a chip on your shoulder, what are your goals and expectations for the next upcoming years at First Love? Just put put First Love on the map, make it a top program, mm-hmm. and help my teammates get go to college. All right, those are some big expectations. Now let's jump into your game. You're very good at shooting at the perimeter, guarding at the perimeter, and of course getting your teammates involved. Is there a part of your game which you feel is the best? I think my pick and roll is the best and how I get people open off the pick and roll. And what a, what's a part of your game that you're trying to improve on and get better at? Like my rebounding. You're trying to improve on your rebounding and you are 6'1", 170 pounds, which some might consider not the tallest, but not the smallest. But for me, that's pretty tall. Do you have any advice for someone that, someone like me trying to get a little taller? <laughs> nah, you can't, you can't really teach height. You just, <laughs> just got to be real skillful and work the hardest on the court. <laughs> uh-huh. And gets me over. Even on defense, like if I'm guarding a bigger guy, just be real energetic. Mm-hmm. Just bother them, get up under them. Mm-hmm. Some people seem to doubt themselves because they're too small, too short, or that's what they say. What advice would you give to somebody saying that? Like I'd be like, if you if you really want to play the game, you can't doubt yourself. You gotta believe in what you can be. Because there's been people five five that played in the NBA. You just gotta believe. Mm-hmm. For sure. And 
being 5'5 and making it to the NBA, and some of these players aren't even ranked on a national level. You were ranked a three-star and the 117th best player in the country. What do you think about your ranking? Like, ranking, they don't really matter to me. But, like, I think I think I should be ranked higher. Like, who, who doesn't think they should be ranked higher? But I just got to show that, show that to the people that come watch me play and whoever be doing the rankings. Mm-hmm. You don't exactly believe in rankings, and there are 116 players ranked above you. What's something different about you that makes you feel like you should be ranked above them? I think I think it's my wanting to play defense. Like defense is what gets me fired up to play offense. Defense gets you fired up to play offense, and you said you don't exactly believe in rankings. Do you think your rankings and stars has really helped you with your recruitment process, or do you think it really helps? I mean, if anything, it like it helps people that are not ranked because if they see somebody ranked, they just want to go at them even more. And you are a member of the class of 2022, and coaches are now allowed to contact you. And what was that experience like on the first hand when you got a call from a college coach? It was a real feeling. It was like all my hard work had paid off. Mm-hmm. And who has called you? Uh, it's a long list. Maryland called me first. Uh-huh. Pitt. It, uh, it's just a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and that night must have been crazy for you. It started pretty late. And did you stay up for that? And who was the first coach to call you? Uh, coach Haynes from Maryland was the first one to call me. I stayed up for like five hours answering calls until like died down until the next day. So what? When did you get the first call? I'm curious. When it when it first started, did you get the call, or were you waiting a little bit about to go to sleep? What 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 was that experience like? It was like as soon as it hit midnight, like Coach Haynes called, and then like people didn't start calling until like maybe an hour. Then like my phone just started ringing, ringing with text messages and stuff. <laughs> Fortunary will be right back after this quick message. It is bounce back season at Hoopscene and the 2020 schedule is here. Go to hoopscene.com slash events for our phase one schedule release. Space is limited and these events will fill up fast. Connections matter more than ever in 2020 and our Hoopscene platform is second to none. Be sure to follow Hoopscene on Twitter for real-time updates. Now back to the episode. Now for all the colleges that are interested in you. What's something you really want them to know about you? That I'm a hard worker, and I'm up for anything. And with the colleges that are interested in you and that have offered, what's a must-need for a college? Is it the academics, the the basketball program? What is it? Academics and a, a coach who just going to push me. You want a coach that will push you, help you become the better player, and, of course, help you with your basketball journey. With all the colleges that have offered you, which ones have offered a scholarship? Uh, Maryland, Penn State, Pitt, TCU, LSU, Baylor, Ole Miss. And I think I'm missing a couple. See, uh, I think it's like 14. I'll send it to you after. All right. Wow. And for some of these players, getting those offers, when did the floodgates really start to open? When did these 
offers really start to roll in? Was it after a game or what? What really happened? Like when I went to first love, I only had like three. I had Ole Miss, LSU, and Baylor. But it was like we went, we went somewhere and played. And I got TCU, USF, <laughs> and then like that people just started calling me, and like schools would come to the like practices and stuff. Mm-hmm. And like that's when it just took off, took off for me. Mm-hmm. I feel like if one college, if one college offers, then more start to roll in. When did you get your first offer? Like the end of my eighth grade summer, I think. Think I got either Baylor or 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 Ole Miss. It was one of them. What was your reaction to getting your first offer? It was just a breath of fresh air. Mm-hmm. And for the colleges that haven't offered yet, what what players are what colleges are interested in you and haven't offered yet? Uh, Michigan is inter- interested. Think New Mexico. It's a list. Like I, I'll send it to you. It's a, it's a <laughs> okay. <video remember. laughs> yeah, and you're you're getting a lot of interest from colleges, and you're getting offers from colleges. And for some of these people, they don't get all offers until their senior season, or some don't even get offers. For players trying to get attention from colleges, what advice would you give to them? Like. For college coaches in the gym, don't don't try to like get their attention. Like you just playing, you being hardworking at what you do. Like if you a good rebounder, a good shooter, the coaches are gonna find you because that's their job. You don't have to go find the coaches. Mm-hmm. And during this stressful time and getting offers, how have you handled recruiting during this pandemic? Because I know it's kind of stressful not getting to play or really getting the opportunity to show off your skills. You just got to stay in shape until Mm -hmm. you can. I mean, it's really all you can do. Mm -hmm. And what do you think about, have you been doing the Zoom style of recruiting? What do do you think about it? It's all right. It's it's not the full experience, but at least least they're recruiting me. Mm -hmm. That's still a great feeling. Uh Have you done the Zoom style visit yet? No, I haven't. No? Have you have you taken any visits prior to the pandemic? I I took like two unofficials to Pitt and I took two to oh miss two unofficials. Okay. And what what was the experience like going to those colleges? It was just a different atmosphere from like any high school or anything. Definitely and as you go on throughout your basketball journey, it's gonna keep getting crazier and crazier and for the colleges that have offered you, are there any schools that are really standing out to you? Nah, I I can't say right now. Mm-hmm. You're really early in the recruitment process. You're only in the class of 2022, and many many players seem to announce their commitment in their junior or senior year, so I wouldn't expect anything either. And do you have any idea what classes you want to take in college yet? Nah, not really. I've been looking at some stuff, but I ain't just, you know. Okay. And do you think academics would have a big part in your commitment decision? Most definitely. My mom my parents are big on academics. Academics will have a big part in your commitment decision. And 
having academics as well as basketball at the same time, how do you find the balance between both? Like, because academics comes first. Like, you go ahead and get out, that out the way, then you get to go do the fun part, basketball. For my last team basis question, what travel team are you playing with right now, or what travel team are you playing on whenever we get hoops back again? Uh, I'm playing for NBA Hoops out of Mississippi. We're Adidas. Okay. And these are some other questions I like to ask. You said during this time with the recruitment, you just have to keep yourself in the best physical shape. How have you, how have you been keeping yourself in the best physical shape during this pandemic? I get up and go run, do some push-ups, all that kind of stuff around the house. I go shoot on my goal outside, ride bikes, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Have you been lifting weights at all? A little. I be. I got a curl bar dumbbell. I do some stuff. <laughs> yes, sir. You got it. You got to get those gains. And besides the physical aspect of things, how have you been keeping yourself busy, having fun? Do you play any video games? Yeah, I play some video games. What do you, What do you play? Stuff like GTA, Call of Duty. I'm not really a big 2K or Madden fan. Okay, GTA or. Are you purple gang, green gang? Which what what you on? <laughs> Definitely green. Definitely green. <laughs> All right, green. <laughs> There's no competition right now. How have you been keeping a competitive edge without the competition? Like my AAU teammates, cause they they'll come over now and then, and I go over there. We just play ones and stuff. Mhm. And if you could play anyone, one on one, dead or alive, who would it be? Uh, it would be either Kobe or MJ, definitely. Kobe or MJ, okay. And this is my favorite question I like to ask. I've I've gotten great answers on this question. What's the funniest thing that has happened to you on the court? <laughs> uh, I was I was dribbling. I was dribbling up the right baseline, and the coach was like, the coach was yelling in my ear like I was going to hit me. And like, and like, I turned, I turned, and I almost said like, "What? What'd you say, coach?" Because I thought it was my coach, and like, <laughs> I almost, I almost got a turnover for there. My coach, like, he called time out and started yelling. <laughs> okay, and for my last question, where do you see yourself for the next five to ten years? In the NBA or some somewhere dealing with basketball professionally. It's good goals to have. And well, Mason, thank you again for coming on the show. And I wish you the best luck throughout your basketball career and your recruitment process. Good luck. Thank you. No problem about being on the show. Glad you had. Another big thanks to Mason for coming on the show, Hoop Scene for sponsoring this episode, and of course, Sportionary Fam for listening in. Don't forget to subscribe and download the Sports Sharing Podcast, and Iron Sabala will be signing out. See you all on Friday.